Amen. Habakkuk chapter 2. This, believe it or not, is one of my favorite passages. Um, one of my favorite passages is what it's what has given me hope and direction in my life. Uh, Habakkuk chapter 2. I want to begin in verse 2. And he says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Record the vision and inscribe it on tablets that the one who reads it may run. For the vision, for the vision is yet for the appointed time. It hastens towards the goal and it will not fail. Though it tarries, tell your neighbor, wait for it. Wait for it, for it will certainly come. It will not delay. I want to talk about tonight, this tonight, amen, how to start your new year. How to start your new year. Amen, amen, amen. Um, I don't know what 2018 was like for you. But if you can recall, or if you can remember that when 2017 was ending, you possibly didn't know or didn't have any idea that all that had happened to you <laughs> was going to happen to you in 2018. I know for some of you, Certain things that you did not expect to happen, happened to you. I know that some of you were caught by surprise by some of the things that you experienced. Some of it was good, some of it was bad, but the, for the most of us, amen, we wanted it to all be good. Do I have anybody? It's amazing because no one sets out to fail. No one sets out to have a bad year. Amen. But we all want to have a good year. So the question is, how do you start your new year? It's a good question. The writer of Habakkuk, it's interesting because when I looked at this, it sparked an idea in my mind. So I want you to transport yourself to 523 B.C. for a minute. And I want you to think about a man that's standing on the outside of his home and he's looking around and he's reflecting over his life. But he's also reflecting on the fact that he loves God but he just don't understand why is his life turning out the way it is. Have you ever been there before? Where you said, I've prayed, I've given, I've trusted God, but yet it just seems like life is not turning out the way I wanted to turn out. If you look at verse 1, he says this. It says, the oracle of Habakkuk, the prophet, and I know some of you have been here this year, 
So this is his year in review. Verse 2 is his year. Verse 2, he says, How long, O Lord? How long will I call for help? Anybody been there this year? How long will I call for help and you will not hear? I cry out to you violence and yet you do not save. Have you ever had those how long moments? Have you ever had those how long moments? Habakkuk looked around and he looked not just at his life, but he looked at society and he says to himself, Lord, where are you? And sometimes, I don't know about you, but there have been times this year where I've asked God, where are you? Anybody? Where are you, God? And that's where I discovered the phrase and, the, and I started to say to myself, I'm not going to say, where are you, God? I'm not going to wonder how. I'm going to say who. Habakkuk looks around and he says, God, why do you make me see iniquity and cause me to look on wickedness? Yes, destruction and violence are before me. Strife exists and contention arises. Look at verse 4. He says, therefore, the law is ignored. And justice is never upheld. Can you imagine that some of us have lived through hell this year? Come on, somebody. That's been your situation. Do I have anybody? You lived through some tough things this year. And you've asked yourself and you've even questioned whether or not God is still good to you. Habakkuk has a dilemma. You know what the dilemma was? The Chaldeans, the Babylonians, were rising up to power. And you know who put them there? God. <laughs> Amen. Habakkuk is having a conflict in his life like most of us. And you're starting off this year, and I hope that you start off this year saying, no, nah, not, not, not in this year. Amen. You got to start off this year saying this year will be different. This year will be different. Even though you live among all kinds of depravity and depression and dark days, you got to know how to navigate through those times. We got to learn that even though, amen, we may have some tough days, we got to understand that the God we serve is still good. Do I have anybody? Yeah. That, that you've heard weeping may endure for a night. Come on, somebody. But, but joy is going to come in the morning. But, but, but see, God never changes. Situations change. But God never changes. And that's the one thing that we got to get good with. Because if not, we will be just like Habakkuk. Now, when I first got introduced to this passage, I said, man, I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I, was, I would just hang on ver in chapter 2. But when I read chapter 1, I'm like, dang. Habakkuk had a dilemma like most of us have a dilemma. You've reviewed 2018. Some of us, we almost lost our jobs. Some of us went through some sickness. Some of us went through some depression. Some of us had looked around and folk had done you wrong. Come on, somebody. Amen. But yet and still, God is still good. So in the midst of all of this, 
God says to Habakkuk in verse 5, he answers him right here. He says, look among the nations, observe, be astonished, wonder. He says, because I'm talking to somebody here today, I'm doing something in your days. Watch this. You would not believe if I told you. You know what, what the issue is with some of us? We're not ready for the revelation. God wants to do something different in your life this year. But what God is interested in is can you look on the bad but understand that he never changes? Do I have anybody? Watch this. Watch this. He says, God says to him, he says, look around. Keep your focus. And if you keep your focus in 2019, you'll realize that God is doing something even in the midst of the darkness that you're going through. Come on, somebody. I met a guy today, one of my friends I work out with at the gym. He, got, he, he hired a contractor that works out with us at the gym. Amen. The contractor got him for $20,000, didn't do nothing tore up his house and stole his money and walked away from the job for $20,000, right? And, 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 and you know, I, I went on the day, I said, man, so what did you do? He said, man, listen, he said, I, I know one thing, Pastor. He said, one thing I know. He says, I know God is still good. And he says, not only is God good, Pastor, but I believe that God, is, God has brought me closer to him through this situation. You see, you got to have a spiritual mind in order to respond like that because some of you would have picked up your pistol and went on and did some work on that guy. You understand what I'm saying? But see, but see, this guy, he knows the Lord. And, and, and his response was shocking to me because he understood that, yeah, it's money, but guess what? God can replace all of that. Do I have anybody? You see, we feel like we have to retaliate, but we, if we stand still, and I'm talking to somebody, I, I'm getting to my point here in a minute, but I just want to paint this picture of what Habakkuk is looking at, and yet God says, look around. Can I ask you a question? Can you see good in darkness? Can you see good in the bad situations? Can you see that God is still working in your life in spite of what you're going through, in spite of what you went through? Can I ask you something? How closer are you to God because of what you've been through? My friend told me, he said, Pastor, I'm closer to God now than I was when I had that 20,000. You see, you see that people... Amen. That will discourage you, saints. But how you start this new year is real important. Look what he says here. Look what he says in chapter 2, verse 1. He says, I will stand on my guard post and station myself on the rampart. And I will keep watch to see what, what he will speak to me and how I may reply when I am reproved. Verse 2, he says, then the Lord, watch this, then the Lord, what? Now, you got to know from chapter 1 to chapter 2, there is a duration. 
In other words, he possibly been waiting for about eight to nine months for the answer. Do I have anybody? He says, then the Lord what? See, the problem with us is this. We pray, but we don't wait. Or we pray and we don't expect. So how do you start this new year? First thing is this. First thing, don't dwell on last year. (laughs) Come on, y'all. He looked back in review in chapter 1. And he says, how long, oh God? Right? You know why he says he was waiting for God to reprove him? Because he knew he was wrong to question God in his difficult situation. Come on, somebody. And see, oftentimes what we do is when things are not going our way, we question whether or not God is still good. Well, I wish I had a, I wish I had a preaching crowd with me tonight. I'm going to preach. Amen. Watch this. He, he, listen, he, he had the how long, oh God moment. But at the end, at the beginning of chapter 2, he says, God, he says, God, I'm going to wait for you because I know you're going to reprove me for this. I know I'm going to get a little bit of reproving for this, but I, a little bit of correction. Uh, watch this. For, watch this. For not trusting him. See, saints... Whether God is good or not good or whatever you think, because let me say this, God, first of all, he's, his character never changes. So God is good. And God is good all the time. And all the time, y'all, 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 y'all got good religious talk, but let's put it in action for a minute, right? Yeah, yeah. So if God is unchangeable, come on, help me somebody. If God is unchangeable, why are you asking how long? If God is faithful, then why are you doubting? Are you with me? So he says, he says, he says, the Lord answered. And what Habakkuk was doing was his expectation for the answer tells me that he was no longer dwelling in the past. So I'm telling somebody here, if you're going to start 2019, you got to leave 2018 alone. Stop living in 2018. And stop dwelling in last year and start looking forward to this year. You say, I don't know where I'm going, but let me tell you something. We walk by faith and not by sight. Are you with me? We walk by what? Faith and not by sight. I know it may not look good, but watch this, but God is still good. Do I have anybody? So here's the thing. If you follow God and not what you think is God, you will end up in the place where you're supposed to be. Are you with me? Watch the text. Watch the text. Watch the text. And, 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 and let me say this. Let me say this. In order not to dwell in, in last year, you have to develop a stronger prayer life. Habakkuk was not just waiting, he was developing. So you have to develop a stronger, tell your neighbor, a stronger prayer life. A stronger prayer life. Because when you look around and you see that your enemies are doing better than you. Come on, somebody. The folk that don't go to church, look, look. Come on, somebody. See, looks can be very... Sister girl just said it right there. Looks could be real deceiving. And you know what we do on social media, right? 
We only show our good side. We only selfie our good side. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, we selfie like this. You understand what I'm saying? You know, we don't self we don't selfie the the, 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 the jacked up side. Because we want people to see something about us and give them an impression about us, but they don't know the hell you're going through. Come on, somebody. Every now and then, you ought to show up with, with, with that side. But when you come to church, bring that side with you. You know why? Because that's the person that need help tonight. We don't need to want, take the mask off in 2018, 2019. Take it off. Be real about who you are with God. God can deal with us if we come real with him. Y'all with me? See, I, I want something different this year. I'm not dwelling on last year. I'm not dwelling on it. Watch this. Last year, you, you hit and miss. Amen. You did. <laughs> you hit and you missed. And then you complained. Amen. But I want to tell you something. Amen. This year, you can change that. Right. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, y'all with me? Amen. You, you had all these things that you wanted to accomplish, but you ain't did nothing yet. <laughs> so, so here's the next point. He says, then the Lord answered me and said, look what God said. See, here's the point, right? This point is so heavy. When you come to church next year, I, I'm gonna get, we're going to get some notepads and some pens. All right? Because some of us, we just sit in church. And God is trying to give you revelation. But you ain't writing nothing down. And I know you got this super duper memory and all that. But if I ask you what I preached three weeks ago, you probably don't even know. So here's the thing. (laughs) Or last week. So how do you start the new year? How do you, the second thing is what? What's the second thing you do? A what? Can I ask you a question? What's your plan? But I'm not talking about all them secular stuff you're trying to do. I'm talking about you got to, listen, that word vision means revelation. That you were sitting in church and God gave you a revelation, a divine message. And you're going to take that message, watch this, and you're going to write it out. And it will always be tailor-made for your life. Watch this. It will be tailor-made for your career. It's going to be tailor-made for your calling. It's going to be tailor-made for your family. It's going to be tailor-made for everything you're doing in life. But if you don't have a written plan, and you just live it. I don't know about you. I don't want to just live. See, he says, record the vision. Your Spiritual plans, uh, a financial plan, come on somebody, all of that. Listen, it's interesting because prophets back then would speak, but God says, I want you to write this one down. So here's the thing, be on the lookout for the revelation from God. Take note, get your pen, sit down with your family, sit down with your wife, sit down with your children and say, these are the plans we're going to plan out this year. 
a written plan. Are you with me? But 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 here's the thing: in order for in order for you to get that this year, you have to develop a plan to read the word. <laughs> Y'all with me? Don't just receive the word, but do what? He says, I'm on the lookout for what God's going to say to me. And God says, write the vision, right? He says, write the what? Write the vision. I, I ain't got to that part yet. I know you're trying to get, take me there. Look what he says. He says, and inscribe it on your what? On your what? On your, what's your tablet? Where your tablet at? See, the Bible knew about tablets before tablets was invented. He says, why do we need to record it on tablets? The tablets were, were baked clay. And, and what he wanted to write, what he wanted the prophet to do was to inscribe it on the tablets. You know why? To preserve it. And to promote it. And to proclaim it. You hear what I'm saying? To what? You're not going into 2019 without some kind of vision. Without some kind of plan. So not only do you develop a written plan for this year, but the, second, the third thing is this. I got one more. We're going to sit down. Yeah, when you get the plan, don't what? Now, the reason why he says to inscribe it, watch this. He says so that the one who reads it may what? Can I ask you something? What's got you moving? Oh, I got to pay these bills. You got to live for more than paying bills, y'all. What, what's, your, what's your big purpose? What's your What's your purpose? What's got you getting up every day and saying, I'm living? Is that deep? You got to get the revelation from God. Come on, somebody. And when God gives you that revelation, you write it down. You develop the plan. You're living by the plan. Amen. Watch this. And, and every day, you're looking at those plans. Every day you're reading those plans. Every day you're saying, I'm going after this. You know what? We talked about unfinished this year, right? Some of us started unfinished, but then we went back to unfinished. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. I'm going to say it one more time. We started unfinished, but we went right back to unfinished as soon as the sermon series was over. So what we need this year is we need not to neglect the plans that God has divinely downloaded in your heart and mind so that you can start running with purpose and start living with purpose so that no matter what distractions may come this year, you will not be moved because you understand why you're living. You understand what you're living for and you know that you're doing it to give God glory. Do I have anybody? And I want to tell somebody as I go to my seat, that, that God has a plan for you this year. But, but you can't miss it again this year. 
You, you follow what I'm saying? Matthew 6.33 says, seek ye first. Uh-huh. Seek ye first. I know it's hard to do that. Uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all, come on, help me somebody. And all these things will be added unto you. You see, God wants you to live a life, watch this, where you are living to glorify him. Are you with me? Watch this. Watch this. Watch what he says next. He says in verse 2, verse 3, he says, for the vision. This is where, this is where we disconnect right here. For the vision is yet, I got to go on, for the appointed time. So what I want to tell somebody today is don't lose patience in 2019. Don't get distracted in 2019. Don't get deterred in 2019. Did I say don't get discouraged? Don't get discouraged in 2019. Because whatever God has promised you will come to pass. You, you and I got to learn how to have patience and wait on God. He says it hastens towards the goals. Because if you don't set goals, then how can you run towards the goal? He says, for the for, for the hastens towards the goal, and it would not fail, though it tarries. That means delay. Though it tarries, wait for it. Somebody here, you got to you got to have a weight in your spirit, because you become real impatient when things don't go your way. That is an entitlement spirit. You have to know how to wait on God. And no matter what it looks like right now, he says, for it will certainly come. It will not delay. Tell your neighbor, you got to stay consistent with God. You got to stay consistent with him. And so the last thing is, not only don't neglect, but deepen your faith in God. So that what? You know why he says wait? Waiting develops your faith. And, and watch this. And if you wait, and while you're waiting, you're deepening your faith in him. You're not getting discouraged. You're not saying, God, how long? You're not whining. You're not complaining. You're saying, God, I'm going to wait on you. Because can I say this to you as I close? Whatever God promised you it will come to pass you want a better marriage you want a better career you want to deepen your relationship with him it will come to pass you gotta wait some of the things we want right now we're not ready for but in due season, God will give it to you. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're going month after month and year after year, and there's no negative repercussions 
that ever come upon you because of your faith, then your faith has not clearly been demonstrated. You are what I call a secret agent Christian. A CIA Christian. Nobody knows you're a Christian. You are a covert operative because there has been no repercussions for your faith. Do you not know that the reason why you had so much hell this year is because you held on to your faith? To put it another way, if you were accused of being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you, or would you be found innocent of all charges? Don't hide your faith this year. Develop your plan. Work your plan. Wait on God, and it will come to pass. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise.